right, so let's talk about the Islanders winning their first game, finally. It wasn't that long. It felt like forever. Uh, the Islanders win 4-1 to in Chicago in leg three of the 13-game road trip from hell. Uh, and this one was not pretty either. The Islanders kind of got caved in the whole first period and didn't play well in the second. They got a little bit fortunate. Uh, they made a little bit of their own luck, and they were also handed some things. We'll talk about it right now. All right, so someone that wasn't handed anything other than a plate load of shots was Elias Sorokin. Sorokin was excellent tonight. Uh, you know, he was kind of called out the other day by Barry Trotz. They said, uh, he said they needed more big saves and he had talked to him and, uh, yeah, tonight, excellent stuff. Really excited, um, you know, by that development because it's kind of needed. Although it does sound like Varumov is getting pretty close. So good stuff. Matt Martin makes his debut tonight, uh, was better than Ross Johnston had a, uh, pretty vicious hit as well. Uh, so I don't think there will be disciplinary actions on that hit because it did look to me like Hardman uh, wasn't going to get hit in the head until he tried to, you know, sneak out of the hit. So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, maybe a fine. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, first period, let's look at the shots. Uh, we got caved in. The Isles didn't come ready to play and Elias Roken was just on his game. Uh, there was... The example I'm going to come up with is in the second period, but in the second period, there was a play where Andy Green behind the net lost the puck. Pajot wasn't covering in the middle. He was stuck behind the net, too. There's a guy right in the middle of the slot. Sorokin makes the save, no rebound. Uh, pretty pretty much exemplary of uh, how he was the whole night, which is you know really in control uh, of his crease. Looked a lot more comfortable, a lot less movement. Um, I don't know, just looked locked in tonight. Very exciting for us to see that. Um, because we needed it. 40 shots. Uh, Got to start suppressing those chances. I know uh, sometimes we're not, you know, we'll give a lot of shots, but it's more from the outside. Uh, no, uh, there was a lot of stuff from the inside tonight. It was pretty worrying. And still, the only guy I trust on the blue line right now is Pelic. Uh, I, you know, haven't really seen much out of Pollock yet. Um, he did have a power play. We were on a power play, which is like, oh God, already. Uh, and he didn't step up to a puck that came out to him, and it turned into a chance the other way. Islanders' power play just is abysmal. It's so bad. Almost created uh, the first goal of the game going the Blackhawks' way. Noah Dobson just kind of fell on the puck, and that it's a breakaway the other way for Debrinkit, and we're lucky that Sorokin came completely ready to play and makes a stop on that. But the Islanders' power play is like... it's a. It's not just that it's bad offensively. It creates chances for the other team going the other way. And this has been a problem for a full year now. Uh, and probably fair to say more than that. And, um, you know, at, at this point, you look at the personnel. And obviously, Letty uh, is gone. And he was the only puck-moving defenseman uh, on that uh, blue line. And, and now it's even worse because Dobson, you know, eh, if, it, if it's ever going to get there, we're going to look back and we're going to laugh at this. But right now, no. Uh, he is worrying, uh, to say the least. And I don't know if Char is the right guy to be mentoring him. Uh, yeah, veteranosity and everything and like off-the-ice stuff. But, uh, <laughs> oh boy, uh, Char on the ice, not looking very good himself. And neither is Andy Green. So my only worry for the Islanders coming into the year was having two very old left-handed defensemen and hoping that Salo or Ajo or uh, Gustafsson would get a shot there. And, 
I think Barry's already hitting the panic button because he's like, <laughs> help, moving around the pairings and everything. So something to keep an eye on. Uh, let's get to some good stuff. Uh, second period, we do take the lead. And Oliver Wallstrom, really good work down low. He was just throwing pucks at the net tonight. Uh, and on this play, though, it was more just a battle. Three Blackhawks below the goal line. Not great. And um, Wallstrom's able to chip it out front. And Beauvillier gets his first of the year, just sneaks it by Fleury. Fleury was a sitting duck tonight. Poor guy. Um, but it's one nothing there. The Islanders didn't really play a great period. They're up one nothing after two. And in the third, they get right into it. Uh, Oliver Wallstrom gets handed a pass, literally on his tape, from uh, Borgstrom. And he's off to the races. He does a good job of navigating the traffic in front. Uh, he had a guy on his back, and he also had a d Chicago defenseman who just went, ah, and, and dove at the puck. Or fell. Uh, either way, he gets it under his stick, rips it short side and flurry. I guess the closest flurry had to having a chance tonight. So that is two nothing, and all of a sudden starting to breathe a little bit easier if you're an Islander fan. But you know it's not over. Wallstrom gets another. Not long after that, nice little line rush. Uh, Pajo first pass I don't think got through. Second, a little bit of a spinorama pass right onto the tape. No chance for anyone, especially flurry, and it is. Oliver Wallstrom's first career multi-goal game, I believe. And it's 3-0 Islanders, and now you're feeling really good. A few minutes later, a uh, Chicago player falls down, going up to try to bring the puck down. It goes to Clutterbuck, and he has one of those. Every once in a while, he just rips one. And he missed on a shorthanded chance in the first period uh, on a two-on-one and just pushed it wide. So he kind of made up for it. I was in the middle of saying how he doesn't have that shot anymore. You're welcome, Islander fans. Every time I talk smack about a player, he scores or does something good. Uh, so I'm going to talk smack about Kiefer Bellows real quick. He was not great tonight. He was in for Anders Lee, who had a non-COVID-related sickness. And Kiefer Bellows, uh, I, I like. we know at this point he's got to improve his skating, and it's just like not happening. Uh, I, the most obvious play, and it might be unfair. It might have been at the end of a shift, but uh, he got a semi-breakaway and just can't break away from the last defenseman who catches up to him and then is riding him the whole way. And he barely even shovels a one-handed shot wide of the net. So Kiefer Bellows, uh, it's for me, just not working out. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see maybe a trade because if they just put him on waivers, they lose him for nothing. But we're getting to the point where it's like, sure. Uh, <laughs> and um, I don't think when, when Lee's playing, I don't think he's going to play over Parise because Parise... I really like his forechecking so far. He's got a lot of energy, still got some speed left in him. He's creating issues in the defensive zone for uh, opposing teams, and I've been pretty happy with that so far. So that third line, uh, pretty exciting. And the lines were all over the place tonight, and um, good to see. It, it worked. So Barry goes to the blender, and it works out. Um, Clutterbuck's goal, I already talked about, 4 nothing. They give up a goal at the base, not at the buzzer, but with 26 seconds left. A heartbreaker for me because I have Sorokin in fantasy and it's a categories league and shutout is a category and that's one of those categories you don't get too often. And 26 seconds away and they challenge it too. Good for Barry to try to save the uh, the, <laughs> the shutout. But um, Entwistle is the one that finishes it. Kirby Doc is the one that makes the great play along the, the back boards. Um, probably should be somebody out in front. Scott Mayfield got caught, caught in between, but I, I don't put the positioning on him there. I, I'm annoyed that the pass even gets through because he's right there and he just missed it. 
It doesn't close off the post area, whatever. Um, but nobody also covering Entwistle on the back post, and he just roofs one. And, um, yeah, Islanders' power play, like I said, continues to be terrible. PK was fine tonight, though. Uh, in the faceoff dot, better. Uh, I know they had been struggling the start of the year, so uh, good to see an improvement there. And uh, the goaltending being better is big. Varamov, you know, I think he's going to carry a bit of a workload when he gets back. And then we're going to settle into that 1A, 1B for a bit. But for now, uh, enjoy this one, Islander fans. There are definitely things that this team has to work on because this it's a 4-1 win, but we weren't playing Chicago tonight and we weren't playing uh, Florida. Sorry, we, we were playing Chicago. We weren't playing Carolina or Florida. Sorry, I'm very tired. Long day of work. Um, but So the quality of competition was a little bit lower and it allowed us to play so badly for two periods and stay in it. Also, Sorokin, but... Uh, yeah, so we, we'll see you next time on Belmont Bunch. Thanks so much for watching. Uh, look at the link in the description below, and you'll see a link to our uh, all-audio version of this on Spotify and Apple Play. Uh, so you can look at that, or sorry, you can listen to that and avoid looking at my face, which is fair sometimes. The, the lights now, I don't know. I'm kind of blind because I just looked into both of them at the same time. All right, we'll see you next time on Belmont Bunch. Goodbye.